when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs. I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca and you should too. nice doing these from home because they don't have to drive and I can actually look at notes and stuff. Mm, for sure. So mm-hmm. we, I wanted to do a versus <laughs> episode sort of mm-hmm. two albums that uh, are, have been hugely influential to you and me, I think mm-hmm. uh, that we both listened to, to death, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, I think you, do you have, do you own, now, the question I have is because you bought these in cassette back in the day. Right. Do you have both of these albums on CD as well? Mm, I've, I do have. Should We're we going to keep it. Should we tell them what the albums are? I guess we have to now. Eh? Yeah, I guess we have to. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was trying to keep the suspense. <laughs> So yeah, but they're going to see the title of the freaking episode. They're going to know what we're talking about. <laughs> I do know. Uh, well, 5150. Um, I, I probably, I know I had it in cassette. Oh yeah, you did for sure. I borrowed it off you all the time. Yeah. And here, and the thing is when I, when I got it, I was actually working at the co-op. Oh really? And I remember when I was at the co-op, they had a a cassette deck and we kind of had it up on the shelf and I had bought the 5150 and threw it in. And listen to it, you know, between that and April Wine, I, I, <laughs> back and, back and forth type thing. So was got, it all the rockers? The all the rockers uh, tape? The which one? For Maple Wine? All the rockers? Uh, I'm not too sure. Which, no, I think this was oh, like okay. a greatest hits. Yeah, the all the rockers was all the it was the greatest hits of just oh, okay. the rock songs, the non ballad songs. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. So yeah, so. I listened to the album. Uh, it's it's totally different from the Van Halen, you know, um, with with um, Dave because Sammy. It, it was like a, it was like a whole new thing. The sound changed. Yep. Um, it's just kind of weird. Uh, now they started working on it. Was it in '85? Uh, November '85. Uh, and then when they finally released it in 86, this, uh, it was February. Uh, and prior to this album, Ted Templeton was the producer. And yep. and he kept, you know, he produced all our albums up to that point. I think once uh, Eat em and Smile came out, which is the second album we're going to talk about, uh, I yep. think when that came out, I think Ted Templeton helped Dave produce that album, did he not? He is the producer on that album, yes, correct. He and, stayed with Dave. Right. So when they 5150 came out, Dave or Ted was out, and then I guess Don Lanley was the one who produced it. Yes. Uh, wow, you remember a lot of this. I'm, in, I'm impressed. Uh, <laughs> but you know who else was the producer? So Don Landy, mm-hmm. longtime buddies with Eddie. 
right. uh, was one of the producers, but the other producer was Mick Jones from Foreigner. Oh, okay. Which is weird, but yeah. Anyway, now, go on. Now, when I like did, your story here. Now, when when Van Halen went to do for uncalled uncarnal unlawful knowledge, Ted Templeton had produced that album. Oh, I didn't realize that. From what, from what I've read. Oh, cool. Uh, but he came back. Uh, apparently, apparently. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I, I think that's I think that's what happened. Now I'm looking it up now. Now this, I'm really curious. So so now, yeah. So March twenty fourth, eighty six. That's when fifty one fifty came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat 'em and Smile came out July seventh, nineteen eighty six. Yes. So very but, very. Uh, very, Roth already had that other album that he released immediately after Crazy, crazy the from the Heat. Yeah, he, that, that yeah. was the Dave TV and just a gigolo. Yeah. And it was the, just an EP too. It wasn't a full album. It's yeah, four songs. So, so yeah, he he put his foot in the water as a solo um, act um, after 1984. So once yeah. once 1984, and it's too bad because I mean they had such great chemistry musically, maybe not personally. Oh my God. But yep. musically, definitely, definitely not personally. There was definitely something there that just melded, right? Even I mean, the the newer stuff that came out like recently with Dave was yep. okay, but it just didn't. I don't know. It, it didn't meld the same. It's almost no. like it's almost like someone took something clean and went and dragged it through the dirt and then put it back in the box. It's like it's the same thing, but it's different. <laughs> it's yep. not. It's not as polished. As it was at the beginning. I was just trying to see if uh, different kind of truth had Templeman, but no. Producers Van Halen and John Shanks. Oh, huh, interesting. Okay. Now, Eden okay. Smile when that came out, I remember you had it. I I had bought the fifty one fifty, but I think did you buy the Eden and Smile? I might have because I. If you didn't and you bought it, I I, did I, 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 I didn't relinquish it very much because I listened to it all the time. Well, I remember shoveling the driveway and having that in my ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, listen to Yankee Rose and, you know, all that. Was it Big, big was it Elephant Gun or something? There's, Elephant Gun, yeah. Some really good, um, some really good tunes. Uh, Yankee Rose, Shy Boy, which well, was. Well, here's what, be, before we, we go into that, I actually want to do a track by track. Okay. Comparison from one album. So from there's 10 tracks on, uh, there's 10 tracks on the David Lee Roth album. There's nine on, uh, 5150. I wanted to go track by track and and compare these albums. Okay. I haven't listened to them both in a while. So to know which one is which (laughs) 5150 was a good album. But it's yep. not one that I I hover to if I ever want to listen to Van Halen. It's kind of like the it, it, it's kind of like when uh, when a model of a car comes out the very first year when it comes out they still gonna kind of work the bugs out and it's yep. not quite totally ready yet. Yeah, that's kind of my thing for fifty one fifty. Although it was a good album, I mean I'll, I'll give them that. It, it's there's nothing wrong with it. It, it was different. Uh, but it was similar enough to kind of keep my attention, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So cover to cover. 
You remember both covers? Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, Dave's is way more colorful. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, crazy makeup job. Oh yeah, just wicked. And... Yeah, seeing seeing a, a, a half naked guy, you know, holding up a, a globe. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it ranks up there with that Rush album, Hemispheres. Yeah. Is it Hemispheres? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And my kids got me a, uh, they bought me one year for, I think it was at Christmas. Yeah. They they bought me, it's a, I know. It's a clock. It's a clock. Yep. And it's got the Hemisphere, it's got the, 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 the actual album cover and the actual album. The album is in the back of it, which is holding the the clock parts. And then you get the, the, the hands in the front and you get this, you know, Naked guy in the front with well, you've seen the album, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's standing on a brain or something, and then he's yep. he's yep. got the Pink Hemisphere. Floyd guy showing yep. away at the back with the top hat and the type yep. of thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what? Who wins here, David Lee Roth? Then obviously, oh, oh for sure. Yeah, oh, me too. Sure. Yeah, I, it's just iconic. And then um, in the the Yankee Rose video, he's decked out in that cover. Oh yeah. Which I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be, but it's sure entertaining as hell. Is that the one that that he says some guy says something in the store and then he goes, "Nothing much, do you don't?" He says, yes. and then he comes up and says, "I'll have a something to go." Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, the what the line is she's the the girl's looking the this lady's looking for laxatives and he says, "Not <laughs> in my store, you don't." Does that I don't get a laxative? I'm going to go right here or something. Oh god. Then he says, uh, and then Dave comes in and says, I'll have a glazed donut. Uh, what do you say? Uh, to go. And a bottle of anything. To go, 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 go. And then it starts up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he they get a, more they get a, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, that video is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so <laughs> opening track, Yankee Rose. Yeah. Versus opening track, Good Enough. Yankee Rose was a very iconic song. It was played quite a bit on, uh, yeah, oh yeah. on MTV and whatnot. Uh, I'm trying to remember now if... What was the first song on... Uh, let's see here. Why can't this... Van Halen? Why good enough. It's good enough, good enough to... Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was a driving song, but I don't know. Yankee Rose was was more flairish, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my vote, like hands down. I mean, that was my introduction to Dave can do this on his own. Oh yeah, and sure. this is this is Steve Stevie Vai, which and I had never heard of him before that. I mean, no. I mean, I had to actually look back and go, oh, he played for Alcatraz. So then you're looking at the video of him playing yeah, yeah. With Alcatraz, and like. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's pretty you know, flash player. And then the Crossroads when that movie came out, and I was oh like, "Oh my god!" I'm watching that, going, "Who the hell is this guy?" I know. He's and then the you, you dive a little bit back, and when he was like a kid, a teenager, he offered to transpose all of, um, um, to transpose. Um, oh my god, what's his name? He was with Frank Zappa. Sorry. And to get into the band, he offered to transpose all of Frank Zappa's music. Oh, is that how he got in the band? 
that's how he got in. Yeah, and he was like 17, 18 or something. Oh, yeah, he's... And that was his first gig. Wow. It's like, holy shit balls. <laughs> like, Zappa. yeah. Jeez, so he went from that to something called Pill and then Alcatraz. And then, I mean, Steve Vai made every exact right move. Because in Alcatraz, he replaced Ingve Malmsteen. That was the guitar player before him. Yeah. And then he joins, you know, Dave, and he's essentially replacing Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. It's like holy, he, like he's 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 filled in some some pretty uh, some pretty big shoes. Yeah, yeah, and come yeah. out smelling great. <laughs> so that that whole video, you know, kind of seeing Steve Vai for the first time for us anyway in that video, and um, you know, Billy Sheehan, like who the hell is this Billy Sheehan guy? Yeah, same thing. And uh, that. The guitar that drummer and and, uh, and turned to the bass. You said he yeah. was. You say it was a. He was a decent guitarist, but they're a dime a dozen. So he figured, you know, I'll just become a great bass player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, talk about opening salvo. That's how you open an album. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like holy shit. Okay, so Yankee Rose, the winner. I think from both of us here. Mm-hmm. Okay, second track, Shy Boy, versus Why Can't This Be Love. Which was why well, can't this be love? Was the single the first single release off of Fifty One Fifty? They both have, and they actually had a video for it, which is didn't have good sound quality. Yeah, uh, they're both they're both good, but they're both different. Um, it's almost like I'm trying trying to have them playing in my head side by side. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I mean, why can't this be love? It kind of starts off with the with keyboards, right? Yeah, it's and, got a, a Sammy on guitar and it's got Eddie on keys. Yeah, and this was the first album. I mean, other than 1984, where Eddie kind of showed his his um, classical influence or his influence on the keyboards. Yep. So when it came to this song, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start playing keyboards now. So. On a keyboard aspect of it, it sounds really good, but that's not the Eddie I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's great on the keyboards, and I, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I love listening to him play. It doesn't matter what he's playing. I'm sure if he, yeah. if he played, you know, the Spoons or something, he'd probably have his own little shtick to it <laughs> that would just stand out from everyone else. But Finger tapping on the Spoons. But... But Shy Boy is such a, a high energy song, also, uh, just like Yankee Rose. Oh yeah. So it's and and why can't this be love? Is is kind of a more of a a mellow type of of tune. So they both have their place, but I I'll pick Shy Boy in this one. Yeah. And I can't you know, I can't yeah. because I love Van Halen so much. I don't know why I'm picking, but I think it's just because of the album. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that? It's not yeah. so much as playing, but it's just the songs. I like I like Why Can't This Be Love. I didn't like it at first, but I like it more now. It's a song that holds up for me. Um, it's just a really well-written pop song. And I, I don't like the tones, and I don't like the way it was recorded. It's kind of, I don't know. But as a song, just a pure songwriting song, I think it was. it's, it's a really well-crafted song. Yeah, it, but Shy Boy was my favorite song for the longest time, yeah. and Shy Boy is actually a Billy Sheehan write. He's got only he's got the sole credit on that song. 
Really? Yep. Dave let him have it, did he? In <laughs> fact, uh, yeah, sold credit. So that means Billy Sheen wrote the lyrics as well. Wow. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Um, third track. I'm easy, which is a cover, versus Get Up. Um, Do you remember how each one goes? I'm I'm easy is kind of like a swinging type 50s type of thing. Um, And what was the other one? Van Halen? Get Up. Now, you probably don't remember the name of the song. But that was the fastest song on 5150. Uh, it's got crazy um, uh, vocals with uh, Sammy and uh, Mike. Uh, just backing them up with those freaking high notes on it. Get up and make it work. Make it work. Get up and make it work. It's got like um, Hot for Teacher Tech kind of drums on there. It's it, good tune. Which one? It's uh, Dreams, right? Track three. Yeah. Dreams? No, get up. Get up. Number three. Get up. I get good you going to listen to it right now? I've got... I think you're going to hear it go, oh, yeah. Here. You know what? I probably have the wrong. I've, I've got a YouTube list here, and there's only nine or eight songs on this one. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Well, I've got it right here. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We can't play too much. Uh, get up. I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with get up on this one. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I love get up's my favorite song on Fifty One Fifty. By far. Yeah, and uh, live sounds really good when they play this one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they'll have Michael Anthony there just belting it right out. He just screams I'm easy. in the background. I'm easy. It's another one of those covers that Van Halen did so many covers. And generally, the covers are my least favorite of the Van Halen songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same thing applies here. Yeah. That's... It's, it's, it's an okay song, but I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. Uh, track four. Track four. Ladies' Night in Buffalo, which is a Roth Steve Vai song. Versus dreams. Remember that? Um, you know what? I I had the tab and I tried to play. I tried to figure out the song for Ladies' Night in Buffalo. Yeah, Ladies' Night in Buffalo. Uh, because I liked it. <laughs> so, uh, dreams is the one that's kind of like. Oh, then, baby, we belong in a world that must be strong. Yeah, see, that's, that's yeah, that's kind of frou-frou. That's kind of, <laughs> it's a little too much frou-frou for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a summer song, um, you know, everybody swaying, singing at the same time type song. Like, it's not a, a not, not like a kumbaya song, but more of a, it, it's, it's not a high-energy song. It's just kind of a yeah. laid-back song. Yeah. And again, it's another. It's a. It's a well-crafted pop song. And they've and they've played it. And it's a big hit for them. Yeah, I mean, they've played it enough where I just I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah. It's it's one of my least favorite songs on the album, for sure. Yeah. And Ladies' Night in Buffalo, 
um, holds the title of my favorite song on this on uh, Eat 'Em and Smile. Just the the groove to it, the kind of bluesy. Yeah, it's it's that Bob. I mean, you head can you the, can see the, the smoke in the room, like where this is being played. Like I don't know, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like still the, it's it's a top ten song for me of all time. Period, for sure. For me, it's it's like that Mazda commercial. They have that 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 beat that's going or that GM commercial yep. when they're playing yep. the Eminence front. It's got it's got the same you know bop your head type of music, and that's I like that. That's uh, that's good, and that's Ladies Night in Buffalo for me. Oh yeah, number five, the end of side one on both albums. <laughs> Remember when they used to have sides and cassettes? Oh yes, uh, going crazy versus summer nights. I like them both, actually. Um, Summer Nights for me, for sure. Just I'm, only because it's the song that you used to play in your band all the time, and you got fond memories of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I would say Summer's, Summer Nights. Going Crazy was good. Yep. Um, but that's the pop song on that album, right? It's the poppiest song on Dave's album. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. I, I like it too, but not as much, I guess. Uh, I, I like the Spanish version of it much better. Uh, loco del calor. Guelto loco, guelto loco. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. It's much better than the French version of Je Je. How would you say that? Is it Chuck? <laughs> Chuck. You were crazy, though. You were crazy. You were crazy. Hey, for sure. Thank you, Thank you, for sure. Thank you, Book Tush and B, near Book Tush. Oh, God. Bauktausch, as the GPS coordinate said. You're now nearing Bauktausch. Uh, okay, track six. Track six. Side two. First opening track, both albums. Uh, Tobacco Road. Oh, I love Tobacco Road. Yeah, it's a cover. Yeah. Um, but it's a damn good cover. Yeah. And best of both worlds on, on uh, 5150. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, you know, I played. Your band used to play "Best I, of Both Worlds," yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah, I remember playing that one too. Yeah, uh, that was a good, good tune. But summer song. Uh, tobacco Road. Hmm. Or in Spanish, "La Calle del Tabaco." Yes. See, <laughs> si. I mean, we. Oui. It lists all the all the Spanish names here. It's really funny. Yeah, you're on YouTube. Yeah, I know on uh, Wikipedia. Okay, I've got I've got the album up and it, it's showing the the, the Spanish uh, version. Yeah, because he did release the whole album in Spanish as well. Yeah, Tobacco Road is a very swingish. Let's get down and play. Um, and then he's got that line just Tobacco Road. It's like ah. Oh. Yeah, but best of both worlds. It's it's a different animal. 
it, it's yep. not your it's not your typical Van Halen prior to um I mean with Roth it's it's a whole different thing. This is the Hagar Van Halen party anthem type. Like this is this is the one. Yeah. And and I think I had the book for fifty one fifty for the tab. And I think that's how I kind of got to learn some of these songs. Uh, uh yeah. Uh along with uh, OU eight one two. I think I, I learned that one from beginning to end at one time back in the nineties, but we're going to, we're going to do another comparison. We're going to do uh OU812 and uh skyscraper. Oh, okay. I think that'd be fun too. <laughs> so, uh, I like both, but I don't know. I kind of like the upbeat tobacco road. Yeah. That's yeah. the both worlds for me. Again, it's because your band played it. Oh, okay. End of story. <laughs> And uh, just watching uh, live without Annette, and I don't mean Annette Funicello, but uh, the, the the infamous, they're all on stage and they're playing this song and they're all, Mike, Sammy, and Dave are all walking along to the da 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 like, I don't know, iconic. <laughs> so, okay, here we go. Next one, track seven. Okay. Elephant Gun. Mm-hmm. Versus love walks in. Love walks in. Let's see here. The third balladish song on fifty one fifty. Was it a ballad? Listen. Well, yeah. It was... You know what? Elephant Gun was there again. It's more upbeat. Like yep. the, the 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 BPMs are, are way up there, and that kind of yep. love walks in. Of course, I mean it's got love in it, so obviously it's not going to be a super high octane song, right? <laughs> not not yep. normally. Um, although it is a good song. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna still I'm gonna go for Elephant Gun. Yeah, ditto. I love walks in is fine. It, in terms of ballads, and if you like ballads, ballads to me, it's kind of the weaker, uh, the weaker one. Right. Oh yeah, okay, this song. Uh, next song is "Big Trouble" versus "5150." Uh, you know what? There's a part in "Big Trouble." It's almost like Steve Vai's is. Well, he had an album called Flexible, but this was almost like when he started, when he went into the solo, like he was just, he just hitting the notes. And then when he gets to the solo, it's like he hits the note and it's like it's bending. It's like his whole body is bending with it at the same yeah. time. It goes down yeah. then goes up and goes, and then just this rash of notes coming through. Just yeah. in the feel. Like there's, there's lots of flash and pan players but not many that have a feel to it when they do it. That's the key. You can play fast. Yeah, he's got the speed and all that stuff, but he's still playing with passion. Yeah. Like if you're it's listening, not just notes. I mean, if you're listening to Pink Floyd, I mean, uh, he, he, he could hit a note, just one note, and just play it and play it and just have it ring a certain way and, and give it a bit of a vibrato and, and just kind of milk the shit out of it. <laughs> And some people, they can hit a note, and it's flat, and it's done, and it's, it's just, you know, type of thing. But Steve, I don't know. It, it, 
he, if I compare Steve to Eddie, okay, yeah. I mean Eddie's the the '57 Chev, and 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 Stevie's the you know the the, the, Ferrari, the Ferrari or Maserati, whatever. Yeah. It's it's yeah. they're just as nice, and they both have their purpose. But boy, when he plays, it's 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 quite the quite the thing. Even when he plays, oh, yeah. he's got that one guitar. He's got flow. He's got flow too. He's got he's got the double necked one yep. where he's got the sustainiac on there and he just hits a note and it just rings and then he goes to his other neck and then he just starts playing over it like he's just a one-man band you know in itself yep. like just stick a beat in the background and i'm sure you could you know <laughs> just shred over it yeah it's just yeah i uh i love big trouble it might be my second favorite song on this album i like all the songs a lot but big trouble I go to and Ladies Night in Buffalo. I go to those are my go my two go tos. So right. nothing can compete against Big Trouble for me. <laughs> and fifty one fifty, I always forget which song it is. Do you remember that? Or am I butchering it? Yeah. See, you yeah, don't even see. remember the fucking song. Like, it's <laughs> not that good, obviously. <laughs> I remember. The, well, I mean, listen to it now. I, but th- there again, when it comes to song names and the actual song, yeah, it's, it's it's the same as you give me an actor's name or or, or yeah, a yeah. band's name. I pff, I don't know. I have to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny though. On the Eat Him and Smile, we remember the names of the songs. I don't know. I'm the same way too. Like, but. I remember the songs on Eat Him and Smile. Okay, anyway, yeah. let's move on to, there's only nine tracks on 5150. Well, the 5150 song is, is your basic, okay, Eddie's switch gears. He's going to a different direction. He's going with heavily, heavily chorused overdrive in stereo. That, that's, yeah. that's when he went to. Whereas before everything was panned, was it left or right? I can't remember now to get that separation, which is what Ted Templeton usually would make them do to make it sound more of a live, you know, yeah. situation. Okay, sorry. Next next song. Uh, not, number nine. Yeah. Is bump and grind. Bump and grind. Versus inside. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it's groovy. All that stuff is just groovy. Yep. Bump and grind. Of course, that would be groovy, right? <laughs> um, and what was the what was the Van Halen one? The last one? Inside. Inside. That's the one. It's just, it's like a weird. Um, no, I don't. It's like so long it. too. It's five minutes long. No, you know what? I never did like that song, and I think every time it came on, I'd fast forward it because it yeah. was just way too. Weird. It wasn't a song. It was That's like That's what's going down on the inside. Yeah, how do you groove to that? Like <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible song. Yeah. It's more of a hey, everybody's drinking uh razor glasses, we're gonna sing this tune together, you know, type of situation, but not something that you're gonna bop your head so, to and groove to. So here's the here's the thing. Nine nine tracks on fifty one fifty. This song doesn't count. Like it's not even really a song, but it's five minutes long. Well, yeah. So really, essentially, there's eight songs on this album. Mm-hmm. Eat Him and Smile has ten. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last track, which I, I can't compare it against 5150, because there's only 
you know, nine tracks is that's life, which to me is a bit of a throwaway. It's so it's not versus anything, but it's a bit of a throwaway, but it's the song that I would have left off the album. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, that would have probably been more on the, uh, just a gigolo album or whatever the solo one yeah. that he did. That's more of his yeah. solo stuff. Uh, you know what? Yeah, no, that's, did he write that? No, no, that's an old song from the fifties or whatever. That's what I thought. Yeah. So it's, it's not, yeah, no. I think in fact it was used on a sitcom as well from a sitcom from the seventies. Yeah. He does it well and it's yeah. a good tune for him, but to yeah. put it in this album, didn't do it, didn't uh, do it any justice. It should have been put yeah, on. Like the way that, the way they did I'm easy, that fits. And that's a cover too. And that fits and it works, but just that's life just is too orchestral and, I don't know. Yeah, it's like well, didn't do anything for me at all. We need uh, we need uh, another two minutes and forty six seconds. Uh, what do we got? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, life. literally right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, overall, let's see if we do the math here. Uh, I, I I think uh, it's fairly obvious who won. So Yankee Rose is a winner for both of us. Yeah. Shy Boy is the winner for both of us. Uh, I'm easy. I got a vote. I think you liked I'm easy over get up or no, we both said get up. Uh, ladies night. We both liked. And then track five. Going crazy. Going crazy versus summer nights. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Eat them and smile one. I'm not doing any more math. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's the, a, it's a whole different, I'd say not a whole different album. It's it's almost like two different genres, because David yeah. Roth just kind of continued on with the party mode uh, band, yeah. whereas yeah. Uh, Van Halen kind of st- stepped back and went, okay, well, okay, so now Sammy's there. So now Sammy's new, he comes in. Sammy already had his own band, so he was already the head of the yeah. leader took of a pay, took uh, a pay cut to join Van Halen, as yeah, you like, said. Like he's he's already the leader of his own destiny in his own band so now he's relinquishing that and and going into the unknown with a band that that has a proven track record but just like sharon when he went in there that don't mean squat <laughs> you gotta bring yeah. it you gotta bring it um, yep for his style i mean sharon had his own style point of graffiti worked great excellent style it just not it just didn't mesh i don't think with 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 van hill it just wasn't that type of music it was a whole different genre they were trying to um, put together, and they, they just, I don't know, to me, they just kind of divided. Van so Van is, it, three is it safe to say, not, not to tease too much uh, the next episode we do on this, but is it safe to say, like for me, the album I always go back to for David Lee Roth is this one. Mm-hmm. Like this is the one I always go back to. Yeah. Like this is this is the apex for me. Right. Um, and for Van Halen or the Van Hagar years, this is not the album I go to. No. At all. No. Oh, you wait one two is good for an awful carnal knowledge was good. Yeah. It was kind of a, not a stepping stone, but it was kind of, okay, everyone's putting their input in and let's see what happens. <laughs> I think the production value uh, improved for Van Halen too. Like, then they were um, fine. 5150 was, I don't know. It just sounded thin to me. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, you wait one too sounded good from a sound perspective. 
Okay, and, so uh, foreign lawful colonel knowledge sounded even better. Okay, so my do, opinion. You, do you know where they recorded fifty one fifty? Yeah, in his garage. Right, which was that address? His address was fifty one fifty. Well, he called it fifty one fifty studios. Yeah. Right now, were the subsequent albums after that still recorded in fifty one fifty? Was OU eight one two? Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Eddie wasn't going to back out of doing. He wanted it done at home. Okay, so from then, but, even up to this but, point, yeah. But they had better producers coming in after that. I think. I kind of think that was the idea. Say, so OU eight one two. Oh no, Don Landy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. For unlawful carnal knowledge, they brought Andy Johns in, and and then Ted Templeman. Right. But it was still done at fifty one fifty. Yeah, they're all done at fifty one fifty. Wonder who the engineer did it say who the mixing engineer was? Don Landy. He's the common guy here. So he's yeah, but is he the producer or is he the one who actually does the mixing? Or is that the same thing? It just says producer, it just says Andy actually Don Landy wasn't on uh, for an awful carnal knowledge. It was Andy Johns, Ted Tuppleman, and Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Looks like they they pounded out um let's see who did bet. Bruce Fairburn did Balance. Mm-hmm. Bruce Fairburn? God. <laughs> they went through no a, offense, but... They went through a few different people. That's horrible. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. I got to go eat dinner. Yeah. I mean, Thursday night, we're going to kill some zombies tonight or save the world and <laughs> in some Tom Clancy game. Well, there you go. I'm going to take a shower because I stink. Yeah, you you take a shower every once in a while, you know. Yeah. <laughs> comb your hair. <laughs> yep, comb my hair. Yep. Yeah, getting your, long. Wash your pits, you know, the whole, yep. whole thing. Yep. <laughs> when you're in quarantine, and that's it, people. Don't forget. Yeah. You still, and, uh, I mean, there's still people around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I'm going to let you go. All right. Uh, um, send me this stuff, and I'll, uh, I have something for, for Monday and Monday, so. Cool. That's good because next week's going to be busy for me, so even busier than normal. So okay, Sounds two good. in the can. Sweet. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. See ya. See ya.